in the cut. What's up, everybody? It's uh, it's me. It's Mikey. It's Timmy. Fellas, yeah. how are you? What's going on? Well, uh, not much other than the fact that the Celtics absolutely stink. So who <laughs> wants to go first on this one? Uh, yeah. Mike, take it away. Take, oh, it, away. Take no, it away. No, go ahead. Take it oh, away. I... What a dangerous subject for me. Um, well, first and foremost, based on the time that we're recording this, we got the biggest game of the season tonight uh, against Toronto. I think it's uh, it's make or break tonight. I mean, you, you think that we've turned the corner so many times um, this season with big games and big performances, and then uh, we shit the bed with uh, – what we're currently in right now, which is a three-game losing streak, and we got the at least the best record, uh, best team in the league, uh, record-wise, coming into Boston. So um, it's a big deal um, to see how our team, after all the the talk, which um, when we say the talk, it is just nonstop um, backlash going at each other's throats. It seems like whose fault is it? Whose fault isn't it? Um, we got Kyrie Phys- physical out. altercations on the bench. Exactly. It's, it's, we, stuff, it's stuff we haven't seen before, or at least in a really long time. Uh, and, and stuff that I wouldn't expect to see, uh, with a Celtics team from Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens and, and, and kind of down, down the road there, um, with the type of personnel and just team and chemistry that I was expecting to have. And it just hasn't, uh, hasn't come together. So, um, there's a lot to uh, there's a lot to be had with this season. A lot that hasn't happened, and there isn't a lot of time. I mean, we're all, we're already half more than halfway through, um, and it, it, we are uh, fifth uh, in the East. And uh, just a really quick rundown: if we were to lose tonight, uh, we'd be three and a half uh, behind Philly in the fourth seed, four and a half uh, behind the Pacers in the third seed, eight behind the Bucks in the second, and nine against Toronto uh, in the first. And there would be no – I don't see there being any possible way uh, we come back from that. Uh, and you, and, and by, by the sounds of it, if that's the case, we are a road team throughout the playoffs. And how we have done on the road this season, I have no bearing to stand on to think that we would get out of the first round. So, so what, you're, you got the Raptors tonight? I mean, you got the Celtics tonight against the Raptors? I have the Celtics tonight, and <laughs> I, ha- I have the Celtics Jeez. tonight. I have the Celtics tonight, and the reason why is because we get up, we get up for the big games, and we like to make everybody think that we're back. And we'll, just, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go on a nice three-game winning streak. Everyone will be all – Hunky dory, everything's gonna be great, and then we'll go on another four game losing streak. Someone's gonna punch somebody, and we'll... <laughs> so you know what? You know what? This reminds me of. I I forget what year it was, but it was it was the year of the Red Sox when we had like Adrian Gonzalez and like all these all these guys, all this talent, and in theory we're supposed to be the team to beat, and the season just falls apart. Nothing goes right. Like you end up having to ship people out of town. It 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 almost feels like that's the way this season is, is headed. It's like, I was trying to think, has there, we've had some bad Celtics teams, but this is, this is the first time in recent memory since like before the KG days that we've had a team that is just really underachieving. I mean, usually what's happening is, you know, we're, we're 
getting the best out of our talent. And now we're just, we're just underperforming. I mean, to like a gross margin, like the fact that the fact that we are might struggle to get one home series in the playoffs is literally unfathomable. Think about what everyone was saying at the beginning of the year and think about where we're at now. We're hoping that we can maybe get a four or a three seed. I don't see us come back eight games on the box. Can you, Tim, can you, can you give me your top three reasons why you think it hasn't come to fruition? this season? Oh. I, okay. I, I have, I have two, I have two. I'll give you, I'll give you three players actually. How about that? Sure. Open-ended, you know, I'll give you Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, and Gordon Hayward. Burn them all. <laughs> it's, it's just, we have, we have the young guys that, that want to get paid. And the bottom line is that's, that's coming. It's affecting the team negatively on what's best for the team and the effort that goes into the games and all that. And then you got Gordon Hayward, who you paid all the money. And, you know, we're now, what, $50 million into his, to his 130 and we're not getting that production, and it's, it's just, it's it's time to. He's got to figure it out. I know there's an article that came out that that said he's you know not back yet in this, but I mean, you know we're almost we're 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 closer to halfway through his contract than than not, which is frightening. Tell me you weren't tell me you weren't excited though on that July fourth when you knew he signed. Be honest. Oh, we all were. Who wasn't? Who was were, you, it? were you with Great us? Thing. I know I was with. Uh, no, I, we we were at a, a nice little, little uh, gathering, Fourth um, Fourth uh, of July gathering, and uh, me and Ramos went on the old uh, Facebook Live to <laughs> expre- express our enjoy- enjoyment of the uh, of the signing. Uh, I had a couple pops I, that day. Yeah, <laughs> that's for so, sure. So yeah. Um, so here's here's my question. How. Do you think it's a problem that with Marcus Smart and Kyrie Irving sitting in a game that Gordon Hayward is not starting in place of one of them? Yes, I do. I think Gordon should have played, I think, should have started that game. Uh, uh, what was it, two nights ago uh, against Brooklyn? He should have started. I mean, there's, and, no, and the, there's the, no reason why not. The scary thing is he didn't. He hasn't deserved to start yet. So he so he couldn't. Oh, that's the and, scary. Yeah, that's and it's the like, part of that. like yeah. this is this is like, uh, it seems harsh that oh, I'm not giving him a chance, but like I, I want him to succeed more than anyone. I want I want him to play well. I want him to be worth that money. But holy hell, is he just he just can't figure it out so far? Whether it's the way he's playing in the team or what, or or just nervous coming back still. It's, yeah, but it's, it's very it's, it's very funny. just he he lost something since since his time in Utah. It's, and it's, it's almost like his production um, and ebbs and flows of the season have been synonymous with how the Celtics have played. Uh, you have Gordon have these, have these random good games, uh, and that's pretty much, like I said, synonymous with how uh, the Celtics are. They have these good games, little tiny stretches, and then they just uh, are so much so, – so, such a different team. Um, and we, we talked about it the other night. Um, that it it kind of it starts and ends with uh, sharing the ball. It's really that, oh my it's, god, it's, it's sickening. Really that simple. I hate the conversation. I hate the talk because, and I know that it's not 
not a, a, a great uh, phrase to use, and I know, but we, what we really need to do is shut up and dribble at this point. It's just it's just what what needs to happen. We need to focus on the court and only on the court. And it's if when we share it, it, when we share the ball, we win the games. It's that simple. If you have too much talent, then spread the ball around and put it in the put it in the hole. That's all there is to it. Yeah, like here's here's the thing. I think we all agree that that everything that Kyrie says is right. Do we do we agree for the most part? Yes. That, that what he's saying is true. Like the young guys, we got a lot of people that don't know what it takes to be a champion. And right. and that's all true. But you can't come out and say that. That just sets the precedent that right. you can go to the media to get this stuff said. What happens not a week after he does that? All of a sudden the young kids are out saying they're popping back at the media, saying right. their own their own side of the story. It just sets a bad precedent. Right. And so, you know, you can't I can't get on Kyrie for anything. He he does on the court. I mean, he ball, he's balled out this season. You got to give it to him. But as a leader, for whatever reason, he can't, he can't figure out how to get these guys together and, and, you know, want to put winning first. And so it's, and and it's just, you're at the, like, you're at the shit or get off the pot time of the year. It's, it's either you, you make something happen and, and you'll feel confident going into the playoffs as a three or a four seed, or, you know, we're going home literally first round. Well, let's uh, – the, the interesting thing, it's Kyrie's first time trying to navigate this, and he doesn't necessarily have a good cast to do it with. It's a lot easier when you have, like, veteran guys that will listen to the superstar, even if the superstar is a young guy. But we've got a bunch of young guys that want to maybe not fall in line with that. But if we take a step back here, there's a lot of different moving parts to the whole Celtics problem. Players are obviously not, you know, players are partly to blame. They play in the games. The coaching has something to do with the chemistry that unfolds on the court and also the roster construction in Danny Ainge. Obviously, he's put together a really good team. So how do you guys think it would, if you had to rank one, two, and three as the three biggest problems, would you say GM, roster construction? GM, GM, zero. Danny's done, Danny's done a great job. For the players. So you think it's, do you think coaching is to blame at all, or are we just putting it I, all no, in no, the players? No, 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 no. I, I, think, I think it's time to have that conversation. I think, you know, Brad has, has gotten the most out of his players until a situation like this. You know, can he be, can he be that Doc Rivers figure that's managing egos? And, you know, now it's, he's got to be more than the X's and O's now. We know he can do the X's and O's. We know he can set up a great out of bounds play in the right moment and get a shot. Now it's now he. I mean, he's got a bunch of players, some young kids that just have some serious egos, and he's got some old guys that are pretty set in their own ways as well. And he's got to figure it out. And well, these, this, these, this, this team, this team, this team needs uh, needs a a background to it, like the 07-08 team. Uh, you, uh, Ubuntu and everything like that, that, that drove that team. And that was that, that term is about team and unity and everything out, everything about it. And it drove, it drove, it gave them a purpose. Uh, and it gave them the drive to, uh, banner 17. So it's just, yeah, but, but here's, here's the thing. Like, like this team's not built like that. They don't, they don't have the guys that, 
that can, you know, lead by example. Like the veteran leaders of the team, you got you got Kyrie. He's what twenty five, twenty six. You got you got Gordon Hayward, who's coming off the bench as a max player, and then you got Al, who's who's a great leader by example, but but he's not going to vocalize it. Like you don't have those, you don't have those personalities that can just, you know, pull a team together right. from the players. Like yeah, I don't know where it's going to come from, but I think, you know, we're. So let me ask you both this, and then maybe we can move on. One second. Uh, One second. Yeah. One quick sec, Mike. Because I think the most interesting part of this that never gets spoken about is the fact that Brad Stevens has been a college coach most of his career, and he's never had a college team with lots of talent. So now he has a team with lots of talent, and maybe he's not sure how to exactly take advantage of that situation or mold those egos together. I'm not saying Calipari would do a better job this season with the Celtics, but I think it's just as much of a learning process for Brad Stevens as it is for everybody else on the team. So when you have a coach and the players going through a completely new situation, that's when I think you find yourself in a situation like this. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I mean, yeah, it's just the guys that need to step up. I think everyone's got to – Lead by example, and that's the yeah. only way it'll get done. And right now, it's it's just other than Kyrie on the court, who who's it coming from? Yeah, I, I don't think that I don't think that there's any possible way I could um, say that Brad's shouldering the blame for this because you know there's sometimes there's just people that have egos and personalities that are too big to be part of a team, and that's just kind of the the way about it. I think uh, it all comes down to. <laughs> last last year ended up being a curse because it just drove these guys to have egos. You had uh, Terry Rozier become Scary Terry. You had all these different things um, kind of formulate because of their um, their unexpected success. Yeah, um, and it's uh it it just kind of became a curse because they maybe their heads got too big. Um, and that's kind of it's kind of where uh, where I'm at with it. Um, uh, I think my last question to you two uh, regarding kind of the current personnel, what we could have done in the off season, and the, the game that we have tonight is going back in time. I know that we've kind of stashed and held on to our assets uh, for obviously a particular reason, which is Anthony Davis in the uh, in this coming summer. But don't you say do, it? Do you think? Do you think that if we could go back in time, based off how well they're they're currently doing and how well he's playing, would you have preferred to trade a first round pick, Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown for Kawhi Leonard? Mm. Knowing what I know now, yes, no, yep, absolutely. Now that we know I, that the Kings are better than we thought they would be, yeah, sure. I mean, if, I if we would, thought I would he, still, say, I would still say no, I would still say no because exactly for that reason is nobody, nobody still knows what Kawhi is going to do at the end of the year. He could be saying all the right things and and up and walk and leave, and so that's a lot to give up for a one year. Is like, it? Is it? Is it? Is it really a lot to give up though? Because that would be because t- Terry's leaving, and he's, yeah, that's my he's point. not being maximized. Expiring the, con- expiring contract that he will not be back. We're not going to re-sign him. Jalen uh, Brown got, at his peak will be seventy percent of prime Kawhi Leonard. Correct, and we would not have the money to re-sign him as well. Um, so I, I understand that it's a shot in the dark, and that and you're taking a chance 
on Kawhi Leonard, but you're also keeping him away from Toronto for one. Yeah, and I, th- then- I just I think you got to get you got to get a long term return. You can't you can't give up a you know that those those two players uh, like another pick that all. I mean that's a that's a lot for a guy you you could get for one year. I'd rather have you know Jalen's not playing well, but wouldn't you rather have him for you know four, five, six, seven, eight years as opposed to one year of Kawhi? I, you know I think you no, but that's that, well yeah I agree with you, but my point is I don't think you're going to get him for six, seven, eight years because well but we're not, but he's a guy that we're not going to resign. There's just no way I don't I don't see it happening. Yeah I I I mean it's it's a good question I. I, yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to pose the question just to put it out there as a feeler, uh, just based off what we're seeing and just kind of the game tonight. But we can uh, we can table that. And move on. Who knows? We may have a different answer next week uh, after we, you know, <laughs> get get pummeled or or take it to them. Who knows? Who knows? True, very true. Yeah, I think I think we're in a good situation either way. But I mean, like you said, best case scenario, he, he's not sticking around. The Kings pick could be the tenth pick in the draft. That could be a scrub. Right. You know, it, I'm sure it'll be a good prospect, but yeah, you know how that see, turns out. I like I like Danny in the draft. I I do. He's he hasn't he really hasn't missed. He's been doing well lately, but the couple years before that, he didn't do like incredibly well. Well, he's worse kind of like once it gets into the 20s, sometimes like the Fab Mellow pick. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, what can sometimes you do he reaches. What sometimes he reaches. All right, should we? Uh, you know. Get to enough Celtics to so get it off your chest, guys. I, yeah, I got. It. I think for, I'm good for now. For now, <laughs> I'm out of breath. We'll see, we'll see how the I, game goes I think, tonight. I think there's a far more positive team and uh, happier situation we could be talking about. I think you're right. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. I think you're talking about the Patriots who dispatched the Chargers very easily this past Sunday. And I watched the game on the deck of a cruise ship, chugging margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at the top of my lungs Love and it. loving and enjoying the greatest playoff performance I've seen. The most dominant I think I've seen from the Patriots in my entire life that I can remember. 35 to 7 at halftime. It was just glorious. Every single bit of it. And um, they go to face off with the Chiefs in what should be one of the coldest games that most of these players have probably ever played in. Yep. I would like yep. to hear from both of you. Just first of all, just how proud of the boys are you? Second, <laughs> second of all, are you surprised at all about the result? And third of all, how do you feel about the fact that I told you exactly what was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> so here, so here's the thing. Uh, first of all, who's not proud of the boys? I mean, it was a, it was an absolute ass pummeling. It was beautiful to watch. It it makes you it it makes you feel like Tommy's still got it. All, all that it gave you, it just gave you all the feels. As all the feels, fan. yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm excited to see how the 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 game goes this weekend. I mean, I think that I know it's it's all everyone's talking about, but I really think the weather can turn it into a, you know, ground and pound type game, like a five degree game. You you can't be slinging that rock. It's gonna hit your hands and it's gonna you know, fall, someone's going to take a hit and it's going to pop out. I mean, there's just, it's going to be a different type of game. You can't just, you know, sling it around the field like, like Patty Mahomes wants to. So it'll be interesting. I, I think this is a game that I don't think it'll be easy. 
regardless. You know, there's I don't think we I don't think we blow them out, especially in Arrowhead. But you know, I don't know. I'm I'm confident now. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm confident now. Like, <laughs> yeah, as a question, I'm confident. Yeah, well, I'm questioning think... my confidence, but I think I yeah. am. <laughs> That's like the opposite of confidence, but we'll move past that. I'm I'm questioning my own confidence, but yeah, I have a I have a questionable yes. confidence. Pretty sure that doesn't. I'm almost positive <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But no, Mike, I'm, what's uh, up with you? Obviously, incredibly proud of the team. I don't think that uh, any of us could have. Uh, I we all sound like coaches. I'm just really, really proud of really the proud of our really guys. guys. They really you know, went out just, and battled. Uh, we're on to Kansas City. <laughs> Um, I, uh, to be honest, I, I don't think anyone could have, re- I mean, maybe, uh, other than Josh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't that's what I mean. I don't think, bad. I don't think anyone expected But I did that. say, I did, I texted someone on Saturday night and I said, Patriots by 15, Yeah, which is pretty close. <laughs> that's well done. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think that in all three phases of the game, we expected them to to play that well. I mean, I, I mean, I expected them to win. I, I expected it to be a lot closer. No one would ever expect 35, seven halftime type of deal. I don't um, think, I don't think anyone expected the chargers to come out and like that no. cover three defense and just sit in it no. the entire. You got to change. You got to change that. I mean, it doesn't even make sense that, uh, after halftime, they were still doing the same thing. Like you yeah, would think it, you would uh, make an adjustment. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't make much sense. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that part of it, but, um, I mean, moving forward in terms of uh, Kansas City, I think that the weather actually is going to play quite a big part in it. Um, I like Tom's chances in uh, in that cold kind of uh, kind of atmosphere. Um, with, I mean, he's always played well when it's really cold versus extreme heat. So um, I like I like our chances in that regard. I, I don't I don't think that. Uh, Mahomes and those Kansas City uh, Texas boys are ready for the ready for the uh, for the bone chilling uh, factor, but um, it, it'll be interesting to to see. I think it's going to be a close game, like it was in Foxborough. Um, and let's just hope that we uh, don't have any bullshit Deflategate stuff that happens. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not too nah, late for that. So I guess. here's the thing: everyone's joking about the ref who who was the ref for Deflategate. He was also the ref last year when we beat the Jets. Cleet, so. Cleet Blakeman. Cleet, Cleet Blakeman, yep. So, I mean. His name is Cleet. Wow. <laughs> Can't trust him. So, I mean, I, I don't think that'll be a factor. But uh, what what do you think the keys to the game are? Because I, I got a couple, but I want to hear you guys first. Uh, for me, I mean, I, I think it. Um, I think our success over the – well, last week and, and the, the week prior – um, is the uh, the O line um, one one with protection with Tom to get some time to throw when needed, and then uh, Sony Michelle is. Uh, uh, I know that the the radio analysts and and whatnot Felger Mass <laughs> Felger Mass they, they they think that uh, they think that anyone can can be can be a running back and and find find the seams and find the holes and whatnot, but uh, Sony does a great job of it, and I have no complaints with. Um, the way that he runs the ball, I think he hits it hard, uh, finds the holes when necessary, and uh, and gets the yardage and after 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 contact even recently. Um, so, I mean, I think the I'm very uh, very big on the O line having a needing to have a big game uh, as they did last week, and then 
Uh, if we can have Edelman be anything like he was last week, that's a that's a big big key to the game as well. Yeah, he he was the MVP last week. I think we can probably all agree on that, right? For sure. No. Yep. Um, so for me, I think it's we got to keep Patty Mahomes in the pocket. I think that's that's going to be huge. And you know, we got to get some pressure on him, but we can't let him get get to the outside and and make those plays scrambling. I mean, that it feels like every every huge play and amazing play he makes is when he's when he, a play is broken down and he's you know making something happen. So I, I think that's going to be key to, to beating these guys. And I think it's keeping Tom up, too, because I, I think we, we can rely on the run, but, you know, we're going to need Tom Boyd to do his thing. So uh, if we keep him upright like last week, I, I think I think we got a shot, you know. You got to – you have to love the weather aspect. That I can't stress enough how big of a factor that is because we can play exactly like we played against the Chargers – Insofar as that if we can run the ball really well, which would be a huge key, a huge uh, burden lifted off Brady's shoulders, and then making their passing attack, which they strike deep a lot, if you have to throw a ball that's frozen solid and try to catch a ball that's frozen, it's carrying and freezing cold air, their athletes aren't they, – they have better athletes on offense than we do on defense. I think no one would try to argue that. But when you're that stiff all the time – you're not you've played in the cold before but you haven't played in something in a game that cold probably it can't be stressed enough how much that plays into our hands because we like the short passing game we like the running game and our defense which i've been saying it since we lost to pittsburgh is vastly underrated so if we can stop the run and force them to be a one-dimensional team in a game that's that cold i think it's going to be more of a 18 to 15 type game everyone's like oh you got to score 30 to beat the Chiefs blah 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 I think it's gonna be like nobody it's gonna be a game like nobody expects it to be even so probably even lower ready for this I saw I saw a stat that of the playoff games that have been played under five or under I think degrees in the teens if if it's in the teens or lower the road team is five and four so home field kind of gets taken out of it and the average is 31.5 points total for the game. Right now, the line is still sitting at like 55 or something, like 53.5 or something ridiculous like that. So all you, all you, all you betting – If I bet on sports, you slam the under. people out there, slam. It seems, like, it seems almost like, a, like an unfair bet. I, I mean, I just don't envision seeing a game where like – the player's breath is so like you can see it so much <laughs> on the screen, like it's so they're vivid. Beer, they're it's going to be really frozen. vivid. You're, you're going to watch the game, and you're going to be like, all I all I can notice is that all the breath coming <laughs> from all the players. It's like it happens. Like it's going to be one of those things. I'm just going to be like, wow, I'm glad all, I'm inside. The only thing I could ask but for is if quarterbacks have to just throw some snow yeah, in there. I mean, if they have to, yeah, just sprinkle a little snow, a little fairy dust. No, but if quarterbacks have to fit the ball into tight windows all game, it, no one's going to be able to convert on third downs or throw the deep ball. So, you know, we'll see if the boys can uh, – you'll see if McDaniels can work up some magic and create some open opportunities for the, uh, for the Patriots playmakers to make some, uh, some headway. It's going to be fun. I mean, I, this was the one season I've kind of been relatively cool, calm, and collected throughout. I haven't gotten too high or low 
throughout the season. Uh, I'm back to being fully fired up. So if if we win, I'll be through the moon. If if we lose, I'll be crushed. So I'm I'm right back to where I started. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. I mean, how sad? Like, well, it's a, it's a great thing, but how sad is it that it's Super Bowl? If if we don't win the Super Bowl as Patriots fans, we're yeah. I, I mean, I just I didn't I didn't expect to get this excited. And, and like this back believing in this team just because of the way the season's gone. Yet here we are. Yet here we are. And I mean, if someone told you we'd be in the AFC championship game again back in August, you probably wouldn't. Have I would have it. said there's, it's a better, well, it is. There's a better chance that we would than we wouldn't. Eight straight. Eight boys. straight. Tom, Tom has been to Inside. 13 out of the 17 full seasons he's played. Think about that for a second. Over 75% of AFC championship games, Tom Brady has made it to. I'm just, I mean, Tom Brady, he better play. Oh, God, God love him. God love him. All right. Prediction. I mean, even if, even if all, even if all he can do is, is hand just it off. Let him, let, it, just, let him do it until he's, I, he's sinking into the ground. <laughs> I can't root for any other quarterback. Prediction. So what's the deal? Are we doing starting off with the Pats game or the Saints? Let's Rams start with here? the Saints Rams and we'll come back to the Pats. Hmm. I haven't really thought through this one. Huh. I uh, the Saints are at home, which is great, but they didn't. I don't. They haven't looked incredible towards the end of the season. I think they're fading a little bit. Drew Brees is a little. I mean, I sound like a Tom Brady hater, but like, dude, Drew Brees historically doesn't play his best football towards the end of the season and he threw a pick on the very first play of the game against the, the Eagles. I got the Rams you know 27-24 going to the Super Bowl with Mr. Sean McVay, the hottest coach in football. Literally. <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't bad. Ah, <laughs> Kingsbury's now out in Arizona. He's got wow. competition now. That's gonna I know, dude. They're building like yeah, a little wow. frat over there. Getting the boys. Mikey, what do you got? And uh, for the for the Patriots, eighteen to fifteen, <laughs> Patriots going to their what is ninety? Might as Super well Bowl? be. Might as well be. Book it, book it. Yeah, I got a. I have Rams as well, actually. I have Rams thirty-one uh, twenty-seven. Um, I think that Marcus Peters is coming in with a vengeance. He's gonna pick off Breeze one or two times and uh, feed uh, feed that coach over there some gumbo and have a little. <laughs> Have have a little fun after the game. <laughs> oh, gumbo. Uh, yeah, but uh, but no, I just want to see the uh, I want to see the Saints locker room when they lose. So ah, uh, that was that was one of the most amazing. Just you guys aren't champions. That was, <laughs> that, was that was a championship celebration on the divisional round. Good for you guys. Patriots Patriots are in there good. shaking hands, saying good game to each other. Just business trip per usual. The Saints are out there acting. Literally, it's a dance club. It's it's just Throwing a dance ones. club in in their in their locker room for a divisional round. I think I, I saw it <laughs> sure. off in the background. Yeah, I think there was a couple. Yeah, through the through the smoky haze. All right, Pats, Mike. Uh, Pats. Uh, I have Pats game. I obviously have Pats. I think they're going to actually go in there and take care of business. Uh, it will not be an easy game. Uh, yeah, throw two random numbers out there, like I did. Uh, 
34-31, Pats. Woo! What? He's hitting. Okay. He's All killing right. the over. I, I think I like the Saints. Uh, I, I will take the Saints, one, to be the contrarian to you, too. And two, the Superdome is a tough-ass place to play. Uh, it's going to be loud as shit in there. And, uh, you know, I, I think the, the Saints have the weapons and, uh, and, and they get it done. So I will go 31-24. Actually, no, uh, change that. 31-30. 31-30 wow. Saints. And then Interesting. for the Pats, I mean, we're, we're all going Pats, right? So I will take the Pats in a 27 to 20, 20, zero. 27, 23 Patriots, like it. Patriots, Saints. That may be one of the most hyped Super Bowls of all time. Drew Brees, Tom Brady for all the marbles. It'll be a people have been people have been telling me Drew's the goat. I don't know how. I mean, I that, what the reasoning is, but that's I've heard Peter's it a couple times. Hate. That's what it is. That's all that is. And that's all. <laughs> that's that is. it. Cut out. I got the Celtics tonight. <laughs> Let's go, boys. Let's go. Whooping the Raps is because the Celtics are back. back. Let's go. All right. Peace, boys. All right, boys. Take it easy.